0: Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 10. My guest here, Evan Cassidy, formerly known as the Cass Man.
1: Cass Man, Cassidorius, Cassidorius T Man,
0: <laughs> Casser Doodles. The CFO of Fauquier Nation.
1: Fauquier Nation, exactly. The nation. The
0: CFO is that chill fucking officer. Chill
1: fucking officer.
0: <laughs> that's,
1: I mean, that's the official title, you know. Um, many unofficial titles, but. Um, yeah, chill fucking officer, you know, cuz it's it's like a it's like a chill title to yeah, have. Yeah. Like I'm, you know, I'm like a chill boss, a chill sort of overseer of the niche, so to speak.
0: Yeah. So that, so that you you and I talked for like 2 hours after Anchor Bar, the uh new location, the temporary location is yeah. moving back to Anchor Bar. The, this the, is the last night at
1: I believe so. Yeah, the extension university over at chapter 1, we we had a we had a good conversation. <laughs>
0: And so you were telling me how the the nation got started, and oh yeah, fuck yeah nation, yeah,
1: yeah. um, Well, I guess for those of you who are unfamiliar with the nation, I mean, we you know we cast a wide net, so I mean, there are not a lot of people that aren't familiar with the nation at this point. But uh, (laughs) fuck yeah, nation is sort of it's like a comedy brand of sorts. It's 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 a nation really. It's a it's a uh, basically just a nation of people who say fuck yeah. To uh, an often fuck no world, because I mean we live in turbulent times, yeah. so there's a lot of fuck no energy yeah, out yeah. there right now, and so we're essentially intentionally putting out fuck yeah energy. Yeah, you know, and we're not saying like, look, fuck no, I mean, there's fuck no energy in the world. That's okay, but we're taking, we're just taking a more fuck yeah perspective.
0: Yeah, there we go. So
1: to speak. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of started, kind of started with me just uh, being at hosting the Anchor Bar comedy show and uh, just kind of trying to pump people up, being like, "All right, fuck yeah, guys!" Like, <laughs> just trying trying to imbue the Anchor Bar with a fuck yeah energy. Yeah. Um, and, and even, like, before that, I, I had just kind of, you know, I'd been on road trips doing comedy with, with my friends, you yeah. know, going out to different spots. And um, we did this festival in Salt Lake City where we stayed at an Airbnb. And the guy who, the guy who ran the Airbnb was kind of – he was a particularly fuck-yeah guy. Okay. Um, and we were, we were just kind of, like we, – we, he, was, he was so helpful. He was, we had all these beds and stuff. And he offered us a ton of beer. <laughs> and uh like a fridge full of beer like it, c- and it was kind of casual like oh there, you got there's a couple beers in the fridge if you guys want yeah and, yeah. and, and like when you're staying at someone's place you kind of have to like be like can we drink all the beer or can <laughs> yeah. we you know it's like yeah. there's four four dirty dogs you know just <laughs> so it's like if you if you give us a green light we're gonna ko it you yeah, know yeah um and so we were like is it cool i mean i was like i even like prefacing you know we'll take like one he's like no man like have them all (laughs) so we kind of i kind of as we explained it to our other the three other guys we shared the airbnb with when we explained his kind of rules we're just like it was basically to the essence of you it was like yeah you know you can if you want you can fuck my wife too bro (laughs) she's upstairs man we're like in an open thing dude and so we kept saying "fuck my wife" for the, the entire, which is is kind of PG thirteen. And I, and yeah, I do yeah. apologize, ladies, and for any of you young, uh, you know, listeners that weren't expecting. Just
0: yeah, no, this for, is a for, this is a rated R podcast. Okay, yeah. Well, the, like, hey, yeah, You see the N word if you want, man. Well, uh, hold on, <laughs> let's dial it down. You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's rated KKK. I mean, that's
0: that's a whole other
1: uh, rating there. Damn, dude. But, uh, yeah, and so it, w- w- that whole trip, and that was kind of like a bonding trip for me and my friends. So just, yeah, kind of the Falk yeah It was really the fuck yeah energy. The Falkia so, energy, so that's where it, yeah, it
0: kind of got started. And now it's on a whole new level. You're yeah, and I,
1: I made I made an Instagram about um, about nine months ago because uh, I made a couple videos kind of like putting out the yeah, yeah, yeah energy. And, you know, you're kind of – me, I'm kind of self-conscious on social media and stuff. Like, you know, you put out a video. You're like, oh, are people going to like this? Yeah, or they? yeah. And that's kind of fucked the no energy getting, getting in your head. But, yeah, it is. Um, I made a separate fuck yeah nation one because I, I kind of wanted to, like, I wanted to kind of separate it. I wanted, like, the diet, people who are like, into it to to check it out, you know, um, kind of test, test it out a little yeah, bit with, like, yeah. a separate Instagram from my other one. And, and it just kind of started getting good feedback. Yeah. and. And um, it just kind of been growing, and and just really been having a lot of fun with it, yeah. you know. And and it's weird, like even even kind of as a, a bit intentionally being positive, you uh-huh. sort of feel better, like yeah, just like I bet, I bet. not so much so much stand up comedy and and especially stuff on social media is just so like negative and yeah. just yeah, like, I'm here's my the, the immediate thought that comes to my mind right. that I'm just gonna share. It's like oh, maybe you should like consider your opinion before you
0: immediately share it with the right, world right should examine your thoughts it's it's so catchy because when you threw me up at gallagher's much appreciated much appreciate yeah. much appreciate um a couple of my coworkers pulled up and watched and now they're saying it at, like work and stuff i'm like fuck dude <laughs> or, fuck dude it's like it's all over man yeah well it's
1: i'm essentially celebrating the dialect of Huntington Beach Creole, that's what I that's what I refer to it as. So I'm I'm celebrating that linguistic uh, anomaly. Um, yeah, I think also just like through, kind of through years of doing comedy and and making making stuff. Yeah, you kind of begin to hone in on like oh people people seem to be into this thing. Like because yeah. that that kind of started happening at, at Anchor Bar where like. I mean, I'd be host. I host every Monday for six hours. For those who yeah. don't know, yeah. um, at the Anchor Bar Comedy Show in Costa Mesa, it's a six-hour marathon comedy show. And so it's I'm, the, I'm
0: the Coachella of
1: comedy. <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> I like that. I like that. The Brochella. The Brochella. <laughs> the brochella. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I'm I'm up there for six hours. I'm gonna say fuck yeah a lot, you know. <laughs> and uh, it was it was funny because I I just started noticing people who like I I didn't even know who they were, but they would show up. They'd mm-hmm. walk into the bar and be like, "Oh fuck yeah, cast, man. Yeah, <laughs> but I just kind of oh, people are responding to this, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I think it's kind of important to do that a little bit as a performer, or you know, see what people are, see what people are into, see right. what people, you know, kind of hone in on that, and kind of ask yourself why. Okay, why are people responding to this? Why are people not responding to this? Right. And so yeah, I just I felt people were kind of responding, and, and I don't know. I mean, I, I do think that there is so much like everything is all about, like, everything's so polarized or just kind of negative or, like, there's all these, you know, there's all these clickbait articles and, like, subject lines you read, like, the world's about to explode. Click on this. uh, We will make ad revenue. You know, (laughs) that's that's the tone of a lot of social media. So I think, like, just – coming from uh, like I missed the time when social media was all just like cat videos and
0: just yeah, <laughs> kind yeah. of nonsense like <laughs> yeah. that like funny stuff.
1: Yeah, just just uh so it, it's yeah, I think I think people like that. Some people are I mean there's people who are just simply fuck yeah, fuck yeah individuals. Yeah. yeah. And so they're responding to it.
0: Let's take it back to the uh, the poor before Fakian Nation, little cast man.
1: The, the uh, Precambrian period of the yeah. niche. the proto nash, <laughs> so if you, you will. You grew up
0: in Fountain Valley. Indeed,
1: right? FV. I'm very very proud. Uh, <laughs> very, I have a lot of FV pride. That that river. Oh, da- rocking the 2012 Barons. Barons to- Baron shirt. dude, 2012 cross country. That's got to be worth a lot on eBay. <laughs> my brebe. I got
0: two of them too. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Uh, you want to
1: save that for the for the Bambino down the line, you know what I mean? <laughs> the Bambine.
0: So what, what year did you graduate from High School? It was 2002? Uh, in
1: 1969.
0: No. Oh, f- um, oh, okay. Uh, it's
1: like what? Hey, it's a rated R podcast, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Um, 04, 2004. 04. Okay.
0: Yes. So you were there when 9-11 hit. <laughs> <laughs> That was
1: a pretty fuck no time. That right? was a pretty fuck no moment, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually at school. Um yeah, when I got the news. Yeah, I me and uh yeah, me and my friends, we were uh I had like I think I was in 10th grade. Yeah. And so I had kind of a, a clique of buddies who we were all we we're all sort of into punk rock. Okay. And um there there was like there were about maybe 12 guys at our school who were like explicitly into punk rock. Like maybe I was kind of the one who just, I just, I just sort of dressed dirty. Like I, right. I didn't have like the, the mohawk or the, right. uh, but some of my friends did, they had the mohawk <laughs> or the bondage pants or they had the, uh, but I, I, I was just one of the ones, that I just dressed dirty. I just, okay. I'm just dirty not, dog. I'm just dirty dog. And I mean, <laughs> it It goes back to that. <laughs> I'm just not, uh, not very kempt uh but uh one of I remember one of my friends telling me and it was all it was all like parroted. like we were all playing telephone like there's something there was a something went down yeah and and we were kind of little you know dark kind of apathetic 15 year old <laughs> punk kids so yeah. we were like well whatever man and they're like no this is a big deal it's going to be world war 3 and we were like ah well, i don't know but then <laughs> I went home and seeing seeing the uh, the footage and everything. You, you, it was definitely a yeah, definitely like a turning point in um, the tone of uh, America. You know, it definitely it was it, definitely a Falk moment. moment. For sure, was yeah. that happened
0: before like Instagram and iPhones and stuff? So like you're teaching yeah. what got, like an email from the New York Times or something. <laughs>
1: something like that. A a, a letter. A letter. Yeah. Yeah. To take out the phone Morse code. The yeah. Oh one man, go on dial up AOL. I mean, <laughs> Damn, she, she, I guess she got hit up on AIM. You know it was the news. I
0: don't even know what that is.
1: AOL Instant Messenger. You're not yeah. familiar with? Not familiar. Oh, dude, you would have killed it on AIM back <laughs> in the day, man. You would have been. You would have been talk. Open up, opening up sets on all sorts of honeys, man. Just read. Just hitting up girls in South Carolina, just like what You could up, just man? you
0: could just hit up random chicks. So it's like it's like Tinder, but um, on a desktop. No, it was like
1: a it was a it was. I guess there isn't really anything like it. I mean, I guess Facebook Messenger is sort of uh, the uh, modern AOL Instant Messenger, or just uh, just any type of messenger. You know, whether it's Instagram Messenger, Facebook yeah. Messenger, but uh, AIM. Yeah, it was it was essentially the messaging part of AOL. Because on AOL, you could message people. Privately, but then they just separately. Yeah, I mean, it was before we had apps, really, too. So right, it was on vinyl, is what I'm trying to say. It was. <laughs> it was hey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you would have a little profile, um, sort of. Yeah, proto MySpace. You'd have you, you could have like a profile, but it was all textual. There was yeah. no there were no yeah. pictures, but you could you could play around with like colors and you know if you were like a goth kid, it yeah. would be like all black background, <laughs> red ink, you know. I'm a vampire, (laughs) but um, yeah, I think I think my AIM name for a long time was Weasel One Eighty Two,
0: because you look like one of the Weasley brothers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which, uh, well, it was a reference to the band Screeching Weasel and the band Blink One Eighty Two. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Went one for two on that. Yeah,
1: Weasel One Eighty Two. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, those are good times, man. But yeah, yeah, FV. Fe was uh, it was wild.
0: They had them. the Bell game back then, right? The, yeah. Edison and Fountain Valley.
1: Yeah, Edison and
0: Fountain Valley, right? Yeah. Did yeah. Fountain Valley ever win?
1: I don't remember. I, I, I mean, I was my high school experience, like, yeah, Well, I I, I started kind of playing in bands and stuff, yeah. and um, I was very uh, detached from. <laughs> sort school of this, stuff. yeah, school pride and uh, <laughs> being involved at school, and um, I kind of, yeah, I kind of just had my little couple punk friends and and uh, my buddies uh, and uh, played mu- more played music and stuff. But I I started like putting on shows in my parents' living room with oh, okay. other with other bands. Yeah, um, like every couple months we'd we'd have and I'd, I'd make these I would Xerox these flyers and I'd go to like Kinkos. And I would, uh, I'd print them out and cut them up. And yeah. I'd, I'd yeah. make the artwork. I mean, they look. I still have them somewhere. are they, they Like I would use crayons and stuff, and I would just <laughs> cut out things from the from like the People magazine TV yeah, guide, yeah. and um, they're pretty hilarious looking back on them now. But, but uh, yeah, that was kind of the beginning of putting together shows. I mean, I was when I was fifteen.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Kind
1: of, kind of learned some of the skills that I still sort of use be. at, at yeah. uh, putting together comedy shows and stuff.
0: So uh, for the bell game, they they get like super into it now. So I graduated oh, yeah? in 2015, and so for the bell game, like ASB or whatever, they'd have all their people make these posters and they'd cover the whole school it was just posters, papers, <laughs> posters, every inch, and even like all the walkways would be covered in in posters. Like, and they'd be like uh, clever things like the only bell that Edison gets is Taco Bell and, and stuff, <laughs> stuff like that.
1: Oh, damn. Yeah,
0: just like,
1: roast battle uh, Edison Fountain yeah. Valley, man. Yeah,
0: and so, during the game, I never, I never went, I went to one. So we were, my senior year, me and a couple friends, we went to Fountain Valley while the game was going on, it was dark, empty, and we, we tore down all the posters. <laughs> and we thinking, you know, like, oh, this will be fun, you know, and it's like the day of the game, so it's not like they're gonna tear them down tomorrow morning anyway, yeah. you know? Um, so we tore them all down, and we, you know, it was fun. We get home, we're like, oh, you know, that was fun. Someone, and I recorded it on my Snapchat and put mm-hmm. it on my Snapchat story, so everyone knew that it was us. And oh. Was, yeah. And and so then I get, I start getting like a flurry of texts at like midnight, they're like, dude, like check Twitter, check Twitter. And so I check Twitter, um, and at this time, like the Fountain Valley team had pulled up, the cheerleaders had pulled up, saw like everything on the ground. And so everyone blamed Edison, and so like this whole Twitter war started against like Edison, just like people getting in fights and stuff. Like, <laughs> and people like, hey, meet me in the parking lot, all this stuff. <laughs> and then someone tweeted, they're like, no, 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 it was, it was, it was and National, his stupid friends and stuff. And so then I started getting all these threats and stuff. It was, oh man, it was, it was interesting. But people are like, I still have them screenshotted somewhere. Like, but like 50 people like tweeted at me saying like oh you're like an a-hole like and all this stuff and, and then there was the people they would like tweet and be like well who cares like if anything they helped us clean up and then when they found out that it was me they're like yeah fuck that guy and stuff like that so like it was very <laughs> who pluralized. cares maybe
1: they helped them clean it up that's like I that was like the libertarian guy it's yeah. like the centrist guy like well economically it actually helps our school yeah <laughs> for them to take the posters down that yeah is- I, I sort of don't envy kids now that are so dialed into social media like it was kind of nice being a little less yeah a lot more removed from each other yeah you know um yeah there's a much more sophisticated cyber bullying today yeah yeah i had i actually had a guy in my neighborhood that um started like he started like roasting me on aim <laughs> just like i don't even know how he got my screen name but okay. to this day but he was like hey bro like yeah you're a, you're a dork you know? and <laughs> like, using using uh you know probably using various epithets uh <laughs> to uh different uh, groups of uh different sexualities to uh oh, refer okay. to me okay um, okay and uh and other various verbiage that's that's comparatively fuck no fuck man. but uh yeah this guy in my neighborhood he was like kind of um yeah just like essentially harassing me and I just kind of ignored it, and then one day I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna fight this guy." <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, and he was a pretty big guy, I, and I mean, I was a skinny kid. I was right. like, you know, 120 pounds, 5 hey, nine. I'm still on yeah. 20 pounds. <laughs> there you go, slim boys, dude. Yeah, you know, yeah. slim gems, man, slim gemmers. <laughs> but I, I think one day I was like, you know, I'm gonna fight this guy, and then like I hit him up like, "Hey, man, like, meet me outside." He's like, "Oh, no." I'm like I'm over it now. i was like no, dude. Like, <laughs> but see, he just wanted to get under my skin, you know. That was the whole thing. That's so under true. under the freckles, man.
0: Just thinking about all the What's the Dennis Rodman when he pulled up at Anchor Bar? Have you have you found him? Because weren't you gonna start a like a
1: dude? We are trying to. The Nash is trying to get in touch with Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anybody has a direct connection or. Anybody in the Naish, in the Fawkeye Nation, if you can, I don't know, put the word out to Dennis about the Nesh, because uh, Dennis, he did give me, uh, Dennis Rodman showed up at my comedy show, the Anchor yeah, Bar Comedy yeah. Show, about a year and a half ago, and he uh, went on stage and performed briefly, and also tipped several of the performers yeah. and the bartender, yeah. and some of that tip money was used. To begin the merchandise line of the Focky yeah Nation, yeah. so I, I would like to personally thank Dennis Rodman when I the next time I see him, and offer him a Focky yeah Nation hat. So I mean, <laughs> anybody in the Nash, if you uh, just start, you know, start reaching out to Dennis, tweet at him, you know, hit him up on Instagram. We got to make this happen because I mean, Dennis is a pretty Focky yeah guy. I mean, he's yeah. got he's got his his skeletons and and <laughs> in his closet, and I, I mean, I'm sure he, he's definitely made some very public mistakes. Yeah, but uh, I think he he was saying it was funny because you, I mean, he was got on the mic and he was handing out tips, and he, he just yeah. kept saying, "It's not about the money.
0: It's all about love. It's all about love." <laughs> Which
1: I think is a is a pretty fuck ass sentiment. Yeah, so when you got it, when yeah. you got all
0: that money, you know, and what four or five titles? Yeah. Um. He. Yeah. What, I was talking to Frank xavier escalante mm. and he was shout about, out to
1: the dirty dog frank frank <laughs> fxe baby
0: and he said that like he's like yeah all the all the people were getting like he was giving him like a hundred bucks all the people that performed and he's like yeah and then i i was the comic that went up the next one oh, after yeah. he left <laughs> yeah that's wow yeah
1: i mean yeah that happens i mean i kind of i'll tell people like you never know you know what the crowd is going to look like until you get on stage? Yeah. You know? Because, like, I've performed at, like, all sorts of venues, AA rooms. Yeah. There's there's a lot of AA shows, actually. There's kind of, like, a whole circuit of, like, um, you know, AA rooms that have stand-up comedy. And a lot of those places, people are kind of bust in there um, from sober living facilities, and they have, like, a curfew of some sort. You know, usually oh, yeah. probably around 11.30 or yeah. 11. So there'll be some AA rooms where it's, like, packed, 100 people and then you're about to go on and then the bus comes and uh-huh. that's their only ride so they uh, yeah like you know it'll go from 100 people to 5 people in uh, a minute
0: you know you know Steve Lardner right yeah um, Hello, Steve. yeah
1: a local, uh local ex you know patriot from Ireland to Huntington <laughs> Beach shout outs
0: he also met Dennis Rodman he was uh, on a tinder date he he told this on episode 5 Oh damn! Um, this story. He, Callback. Yeah, yeah. He um, was on a Tinder date and he like sat in this like crowded bar and then like all of a sudden Dennis Rodman comes <laughs> and sits down next to him and oh. when yeah and when the chick his his girl got up and left he uh, asked Dennis he's like hey what do you uh, what do you think of my my lady here and Dennis says oh I don't I don't fuck with white women no more he's <laughs> like, <laughs> and so Steve's bit about it is like he's like well Dennis you know like. If I cut out white women, like the level of the, the amount of chicks that will fuck with me is already like super small. Like if, I, <laughs> if I cut out all the white women, you know, <laughs> um, it's pretty funny. Stevie's
1: that. being modest, old modest Lardner. <laughs> uh, throw that, throw that Irish accent around town and see see what, what see what results you get, all right, Stevie? <laughs> Don't underestimate the accent.
0: On okay. Tinder, his bio should be "I have an Irish accent." Yeah, that should be it, and he'll get all the matches just, in the world.
1: Just a picture of you two, and just "I have an accent." <laughs> I have an accent. You too. Oh man!
0: So how the the Bar Comedy Show? It's been it's in its sixth year running now.
1: Um, I actually, it's eighth year. Eighth year. Yeah, yeah. So last last September or no, uh, sorry, October was the seven year anniversary. So, I guess this is the eighth, you know, it'll be eight years in um, next October.
0: That's insane. Is that so? What's the first, what was the first mic you ever hosted? Or first show you ever
1: hosted? Um, I actually, I think the, technically the first show I ever hosted, or the first open mic that I ever hosted was this random spot in Anaheim Hills that, um, it's just this random guy that I met at another open mic hit me up yeah. and asked me to host, um, and it was I think it was called Java Jean Bar, Java Jean Bar. It was it was like a they sold clothing, um, so like hence the jeans like Java Jean is a yeah. denim. Yeah. So it really all started with the denim, which I mean <laughs> I respect, but they sold denim, they sold food sold a few other things and they sold coffee <laughs> um, and it was mostly like middle schoolers and high schoolers that would pull up that were in the audience and, and their parents and so you, you get some middle schooler that plays like a Van Halen like you know solo cool. uh, and then I was hosting and um, uh, I hadn't I, I was just kind of getting out this was like about eight or nine years ago and I was just getting out in the comedy scene at that time and so I invited a couple other like local open micer guys. Yeah. Um, but it just kind of didn't fit with... Uh, yeah, their, their material was a little too blue for yeah, the yeah. eight-year-olds, <laughs> let's, let's just say. Um, but uh, I hosted that a couple times, and then um, I had been... I filmed this web series. Um, some of the clips are still up online. Doodly Jones Comedy Tribe. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I filmed this web series at this place called Starlight Theater in Costa Mesa, and... Um, we didn't end up using a lot of footage. We, we, we shot for like four days at this, this theater. Sure. And at the end of it, they were like, well, hey, if you want to do a live show, uh, we have the space. Feel free. And so I did a couple shows there um, and, and started doing like a, every other Sunday I was doing open mic there. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then a couple months after that, Anchor Bar. So that was, that was a few months before Anchor Bar. But, um, yeah, I was getting out there, casting a wide net. Cast you know, I, net. I, I, I had started – I, the first open mic I ever went to was at the Gypsy Den in Santa Ana. Okay. Uh, back in 2007, and uh, that was kind of the hot spot of, of you know of that time. And is it gone now? I I don't know if the, I, I think it's music only. Oh, okay. I think they still do something there. But um, uh, my buddy John Carrillo, who uh, unfortunately passed away a few years ago, oh. R.I.P. Uh, R. R. R.I.P. Miss you, John. Love you, buddy um he ran that mic for about 15 years oh, okay and um it was it was more music uh so yeah i mean it, it was a lot of musicians couple comedians though but oh, okay. i mean it would get it would get a group of like i mean there'd be 100 people there every thursday oh shit watching Bam. and um and i was i was i would sometimes bring a guitar and kind of do characters so it was like music and comedy oh, okay back then yeah um but uh, – and John was always really encouraging to me, and, and um, he had this other open mic, this place, Alta Coffee in Newport. Okay. Um, so he was like, oh, come to Alta, and oh, check out this spot. And so he kind of, like, showed me a bunch of different spots in the area. Yeah, yeah. There were more music mics, um, and, and then we kind of would go up to L.A. every once in a while, go to some of those. But I learned a lot from John, just kind of seeing how he yeah. treated everybody that, that showed up to the venue. I mean, he uh-huh. was he was – he like had his own sort of like customer service line where like he wanted to make sure everybody was happy, everybody felt welcome, sure. you know, um, uh, and, and try to accommodate as many people as possible. And, and so I mean, I think I just kind of sucked up a lot of a lot of those methods by just being his friend and oh, that's awesome. seeing how he did things. And yeah, he ran that for like 15 or 16 years, I think. Dang. I think from like 99 to like. 2016 oh sure 2015 and um so that was a hot spot so i'd kind of met people for a couple years and then i was doing some filming some sketches and so i kind of knew people that were involved at different venues when i I started really grinding you know about seven seven eight nine years ago um and so yeah people were kind of just hitting me up which i was fortunate you know they were asking me like oh you want to host this show here Host that show there and also, just growing up here and kind yeah. of knowing people who are working at different bars.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of uh, mixed mics, uh, last Tuesday, no, not Tuesday, whenever it was, uh, Brandon and I, we hit this open mic at the Kava Bar mm-hmm. in Old Town or Old World. Um over by Bellaterra. Mm. We didn't even know there was a mic until Zambrano posted it on the Orange County Stand Up page. And oh, so see,
1: stand up, shout out, man, shout out, shout out, D zamb
0: <laughs> uh, We pull up and immediately, Brandon's like, "Oh, this could be a problem for you be, for meaning me because on the open mic sheet it said uh, Kava Bar Open Mic of Love." <laughs> <laughs> And I kind of go for like a little bit right now. Anyway, I'm going for like darker material. And so you're a you're
1: a pretty fuck yeah guy though. You know, I mean, you're about the love. I feel like.
0: (laughs) And so I, um, we sign up. We go one, two, and then Jacob Trimmer signs up at number three. And so it was like all comedians. There was one music guy. And so I go up and I do my like the Jigfily joke, the Columbine joke, the the dead girlfriend joke.
1: <laughs> and then there was
0: this, This it was actually a packed house, but it, these people didn't know there was an open mic. It was like a group of 10 girls. Mm-hmm. They were like not 18. They're there for some chick's birthday party. And so I did the, <coughs> excuse me, I did the Oregon story, which ends with me trying to return the condoms at oh, the yeah. store, and which, I, which is unsuccessful. So I was like, I ended up being like, oh, if you guys need some condoms for uh, yes, oh, it's your birthday. You're probably going to get some B-Day sex. And I was like, well, actually, unless you're going to scissor 10 women, I don't think that's going to go down. Mm. And so they, they loved it. They laughed. Um, but I guess the, the host or the bar didn't like it. So now... Comedy's canceled at the. Oh
1: damn, so I, damn! I got
0: comedy canceled at that. Ugh, <laughs>
1: man, all sorts of people getting canceled these yeah, days too. Yeah,
0: so I got to I get to wear that belt now. <laughs> Canceling comedy at the first our oh, no, open mic.
1: Yeah, that was the thing for a long time. Like there were there was a ton of open mics in Long Beach that wouldn't allow comedy. Yeah, um, because. Uh, Probably because of one or two different guys that that, <laughs> that uh, kind of spoiled it. Cause yeah, there there used to be um, a couple spots, a couple. Well, there's there's still like Viento Iagua has like a, it's like a music poetry mic yeah. in Long Beach, and yeah, you know you get a guy like going it up and you know uh, AIDS on a dead dog, you <laughs> know, like and and it kind of um, I don't know. I mean, I think you know you definitely it's definitely important to you don't want to – you want people after you get off stage to be like, oh, man, we need more comedy. We, yeah, we need more yeah. things like this. Yeah. And, and sometimes that does mean switching up certain bits or yeah. or maybe even just the order of the bits or, yeah. you know. Because, um, yeah, you definitely don't want – I mean, you definitely don't want that reputation right. of like, oh, man, I'm Canceling. going around getting mics canceled. I mean, back when I started out, uh, <laughs> everybody thought I was the PC guy because uh, – Mics were getting cancelled from white dudes going around saying the N word at in their bits. Um uh and and yeah, me being like, hey, you know, that's maybe not the best yeah. uh <laughs> thing for uh, a business uh to uh, have uh uh these uh open mics with racial epithets being uh thrown out, out. But yeah. But
0: uh yeah, I d I don't
1: know. I mean I think you definitely you definitely want to um it's definitely important to be able to do clean material yeah. and stuff and i think you should definitely try to um uh and, and if you're if you're like hey you know what i'm just not that comic i i can't talk about anything other than come on stage <laughs> you know you should just opt out you should just not go Hit up, up that you know? mic, yeah yeah because it, it does then screw it up for you know if maybe another dude who's got to work out a specific set, maybe to submit to, like, a college or something. Yeah. He's in a pinch. He needs a spot on, on a Wednesday, Tuesday or yeah. whatever. Now it's like there's one less spot, you yeah. know. Yeah, Um, So, yeah, you want to be careful. I mean, it, it happens, obviously. Yeah. But
0: um, I, uh, I hit up Friendly Frank's Umami Burger. Oh, yeah. I hit that up uh, once every two weeks. I'm going to start going every week now that my school schedule works for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Cause it, it is a good workout to do the PG thirteen mic, um, and since from the first time that I like performed at Anchor Bar, and I was like probably dropped an F bomb like every <laughs> ten, 10 words, you know, huh? to then doing um, anchor or to doing Friendly Frank's clean mic, and then yeah. coming back now I like I might say an F word once during my whole set. Yeah, it's and it's I've get more laughs without cussing because like, it. I've noticed that it takes away yeah people it takes away i know I, I
1: have to intentionally tell myself not to say fuck yeah when i go to <laughs> the umami
0: oh yeah huh yeah i, yeah. I, I literally
1: do have to say it. okay yeah make sure you don't say <laughs> yeah make sure you don't say that um though i mean yeah arguably maybe i could get away with it there yeah. but yeah over at uh, wednesday night's umami burger side stage to the irvine improv shout out to friendly frank friendly frank frank um, yeah, that one's like, it's pretty light, the mm-hmm. uh, restrictions there. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, they get a huge crowd, too. Like, it's, yeah, it's pretty remarkable.
0: It's awesome. Yeah, There was, um, there's this one guy, he looks like Clubberlang. Lang. Uh, he pulled up, and every every other word he used was like, like, an F-bomb. And Frank, Frank usually just sits with, like, his back at the bar, and he's just, like, drinking and stuff. And then, so, like, the dude said it, and Frank was just kind of, like, his head popped up, and me and Brandon were in the back, we were just kind of, like, keeping an eye on Frank, and then he did it again. And he, turn, he turns. Uh. He turns around, All right. and then the guy did it again. And so then immediately Frank's fro passed. exploded. His, yeah. his fro set on fire. He started just lighting the dude like thirty seconds. Uh. And didn't, didn't even see it, and he just kept going. And Frank had just pretty much had to like walk on stage. He's like, dude, like there's only like one rule. <laughs> it was, it was I well, it's
1: so funny too, because Frank couldn't care less personally, right? But it's it's. The, at the request of the Umami Burger or the right. improv right. rather that the, b- because of the fact that it's an open patio at a mall that... With kids. You know, kids. A so, very popular um, mall. I mean, the yeah. Republican
0: Spectrum's one of the busiest yeah. centers in the yeah, yeah. county.
1: Yeah, you go in the, into the improv, you're going to hear every sort of word, yeah. you know, but uh, it's outdoor. So, um, I mean, I, I yeah, I think it's definitely it's, it's definitely a good practice. I mean, you know, it's good to have all sorts of restrictions. Yeah. You know, to try comedy with different types of restrictions or in different settings and yeah. just put pressure on yourself to change up your material a little bit, uh rewrite certain punchlines. So um yeah, I think um yeah, and three minutes just isn't that long, you know, no, no. to to go without saying the word Yeah. Right? I mean
0: He allows us to say shit, so Exactly,
1: yeah. yeah. Shit yeah. Shit Yeah, <laughs> shit, yeah nation, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, a whole,
1: it's an IBS uh, awareness group Shit yeah nation
0: Shit yeah nation That's funny um,
1: <laughs> Yeah I mean if you can't go Three minutes without saying Fuck You probably yeah. can't go shopping Like you can't go to the grocery <laughs> store Like they're gonna ask you to leave Yeah The grocery store uh, Would you like Would you like paper or plastic Fuck you That's what <laughs> i like Alright lady <laughs> It's like Uh yeah, I mean, I also just, like, I mean, when I was, you know, I was 15 wearing, you know, T-shirts, crass T-shirts yeah. and uh, Venom T-shirts with <laughs> pentagrams and, yeah. you know, so I kind of, like, I understand that sort of, like, teenage angst to be like, nah, man. Yeah. And I totally, I, I'm completely support free speech, First Amendment, hallelujah, you know, right, <laughs> but right. but it's like. It's a, it's a private business and a private, privately owned mall. and uh, So, yeah, it's definitely good.
0: I mean, it's, the, it's the place's rules, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got oh, ris- yeah. to respect that. Yeah, uh, you
1: can't go to, like, some house party and be like, yeah. well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to, like, show up and have my ass cheeks hanging out. <laughs> and they're like, well, hey, this is like a – that's not we, – we have – we're not trying to shame your ass cheeks. Like, <laughs> you know, body positivity – but that's just not the tone of this party like right. this is not an ass cheeks out party right tonight I mean, maybe maybe we'll, if we have another one we'll let you know and you'll be the yes. first guy we'll, in, <laughs> we'll invite
0: but the tone is a little classier for tonight yeah so um Fuck, yeah one i guess one last one last bit we'll get into is uh, something that i've noticed from coming around for the past five months and hitting all like last week i hit 10 mics in seven days um doubling down tripling down um, is that I've noticed, like, joke thiever, thie l- stealing. Joke uh, stealing, oh yeah. Joke thievery, uh, there we go. Um, is that, when you run, like, the Anchor Bar comedy thing and you see six hours of, uh-huh. cars, do you pick up on that? Because there was the one that, like, right when it oh. happened, I texted you yeah. and I was like, dude, like, he took a d- dude's joke that was here two hours ago. Oh. It's like.
1: I think that, well, there's different, uh, there's different gradations of that, right? You know, um, I think the most common gradient you encounter is not really stealing; it's hacking, okay, uh, or or not hacking; it's it's hack. It's just like insert racial stereotype here. It's like, hey, I came up with that. I came up. It's like you're like doing a racial stereotype joke that's in the common lexicon. Yeah, you didn't create the stereotype. Right, you're just merely referencing that. Um, so you see a lot of stuff that's like hacked, or a- also like it's sort of like an independent discovery. Like, okay, we're talking about Tinder. How many, how many, you know? Hey, I went on a Tinder date with a girl. How many different perspectives are there on right. Tinder? There, there's, you're gonna find a commonality of like three or four perspectives of like Tinder date went wrong. Right, you know, uh, for this reason, and and so. People have similar bits, um, uh, you know things things like you know current events. You know the right. wall, Trump, the wall. Right. You're going to hear a lot of bits that are just like people came up with them independently. Maybe they didn't even hear each other, right. you know. But they they came up with it. And I think like everybody, a lot of comedians have a little bit of some topics, some premises, some setups. Sure. are going to be similar to each other's uh-huh. and I think the gentleman way to deal with it is just is well, one to not assume the worst att- intentions of everybody around sure. you. and so and so, you know you hear someone who has a similar premise to you or bit, don't assume the worst intentions and and often, you know if the jokes are different enough, like I, I some of my friends, we have bits about similar topics, and we might tell each other if we're on the same show, like, oh hey, you know, um, are are you going to do that bit? Because I'm planning to do that, and we'll kind of just sure. work it out with each other. Um, so that's the first category is like hack. The second category is sort of like on the show Louis. He, he kind of touched upon this with Dane Cook, where it's like you yeah. kind of suck up what's a, what's around you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Comics are whether you're in Orange County or Fresno or Bakersfield, you're you're around each other. You're you're Vaguely paying attention to each other on stage, and you kind of end up sucking up some some of each other's material and, and regurgitating it. Sure, you know, and that's that is to me kind of veering on. It's getting closer to theft, but I think it's off. It's more often than not kind of an earnest mistake right. that everybody is going to make, you know. Um, and I think in that situation, like if you had a bit, you know. That someone else kind of sucked up, just kind of letting them know. Oh, hey, I, I kind of do that joke. It's uh, it's similar to mine. Right. Um, I I started doing that a while ago too. Um, I think a lot of times, it, it even at that at the open mic level, a lot of that doesn't really matter because most of that material you're not going to do in in a year. Right. And um, um, you know, n- neither of you. It's like. What's the fear that oh they're gonna they're gonna do that on on Conan mm-hmm. and that right. was my joke. Well, I mean that's not very likely gonna happen yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, for either of you for a very long time. so I, right. I think like I, I think once again getting confrontational about it and assuming oh this person uh, is knifing me in the back right. uh, <laughs> is not the best mo the fi- maybe the final category is like, Intentionally, um knowing, like me, knowing your act, we've traveled, we've gone on the road together, we've done a bunch of shows together. We're buddies. You've even, like, I've maybe even helped you work out, like, a tag to the the bit. Right. So I know your material through and through, and then I'm doing your joke, right, verbatim. And I have seen that happen a couple times yeah. in the last nine years, but only a couple times, mm-hmm. not very often. Um, and usually, it's like a desperate drug addict uh, who doesn't matter, anyways. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, and so I, I think, like, yeah, joke theft. It's something to just be a gentleman about, like, um, uh, and c- just communicate with people, yeah. and and don't, don't. Uh, I think people kind of in their head, uh, it, it, you you feel important to feel like someone, like it feels important. If someone has taken something from you, you kind of feel like, oh, I'm getting persecuted, or right, I'm, right. oh, I'm I'm so important, like I'm a victim, or whatever. Right, like, right, right, right. And um, I th- I think sometimes that's kind of delusional to think it's like, oh no, you you, you know, like, like I think comics kind of obsess over it because they just don't have anything better to obsess over. Right. Like wh- okay. they should be obsessing over their material and writing better stuff. But right. it's like it kind of makes you feel important or like a victim to be like, oh, someone took this from me, and it's like, well. First of all, it's a bad joke. <laughs> that's sure. Sure. All, that's yeah. also a question. If someone did take a joke of yours or, or hack, it's like ask yourself, is this even a good joke? <laughs> like, right. right. It's like you're fighting over the same racial stereotype. That's like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. But, um, I, yeah, I think there's three different levels. And, and the, the third, like the gravest sin level, I think it happens so rarely. And, dude, like anybody who does that is – they're probably a drug addict and, and a loser and right. <laughs> like they're not, I mean, you know, it, it could happen. it could happen. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's also a lot of delusion and like, oh man, my jokes are so good uh-huh. that like everybody's trying to steal them. Sure. You know? Yeah. I remember actually at that, at the gypsy den like 10 years ago. Sure. I remember this like kind of um, quiet lady was standing in the back and like asking me about just how the open mic worked and, and I kind of was like, oh, are, are you performing, or did you want to perform? She goes, well, I, I'm a songwriter, but I don't know if I want to perform, sure, because I don't want people to steal my lyrics. <laughs> and I, I remember just kind of being like, oh, well, lady, like I don't know, like I, <laughs> I, like, I think it, it was kind of sad to to see this woman who uh, had this stuff that she could share with the world, but she, like, wasn't sharing it with people because of f- the fear of it being, being taken.
0: Stolen, yeah. yeah,
1: it's, like, it's so delusional, and it's, like, oh, man, I mean... But yeah, I think, like, really the solution... I mean, a couple great comics have like said that is, like, just write better stuff. Like, just write... Yeah. Also, I think, like, writing personal stuff that, like, is specific to you makes it bulletproof to where no one can really take it, yeah, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, um, I occasionally you know and then some stuff yeah usually the, the jokes of mine that I've had that where I've had that happen where people have kind of done bits that are similar to it it's usually stuff that I'm like ah that's not the most original bit I mean I, I'm kind of phasing that bit out anyhow right you know but uh, yeah I mean every, every now and then we'll have that conversation with, with a buddy oh I kind of yeah it's similar man. to mine
0: dang it so. we're uh, ending on a serious note here.
1: yeah man well yeah, you know we
0: gotta kick it up just one last question yeah. real quick Brandon Bryan. Or Galen Nash, who's your favorite? <laughs> Remember, he's not here. <laughs> and I have better hair. So.
1: Oh, uh, well, I don't know, man. I mean, Brando's oh, got Brando's got that uh, that bleached blonde, you know, <laughs> that that uh, Green Day drummer haircut, yeah. you know. I mean, <laughs> it's he's
0: like Trey it.
1: Yeah, Mister Mister steal your girl right now, you know. <laughs> so. No, yeah, you know, I have to say that both of you guys are, are very fuck, yeah, very, um, yeah, no, I know I, uh, Brandon's been helpful at, at Gallagher's and, and has a really good attitude. You know, both yeah. of you guys been been really cool. And, uh, you know, I like seeing, you know, young dudes, especially from, you know, Huntington, Fountain Valley that are, are working hard and trying to get out there and grind. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's like, it's kind of you can't really compare the two. It's like, you know, would, uh, it's like two different genres of music. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how, how could one, you know, one is not necessarily better. It's like he's there's like, the Galen, there's Galen core and there's Brando core, you know? Yeah,
0: he's like the, you know, the soft jazz that old people listen to. him, like that hard rock that everyone Exactly, to, Twisted like, Sister, man. <laughs> Twi- <laughs> We're not going to take it anymore. Obviously, don't they do Rocky Like a Hurricane? I think so. We're gonna rock our way out of this podcast like Ooh, a hurricane right here. Fuck yeah! Fuck dude. yeah! This has uh, been Evan Casty, the Cast Man. You can find him on Instagram at the Cast Man himself. Mm-hmm. If you can't spell that? Kill yourself. It's pretty. Wow, well, it's, it's <laughs> that,
1: that would would be a fuck no solution <laughs> to that. I would say if you can't spell it correctly, maybe try again. You know, <laughs> try try again. You can also follow at Nation on Instagram.
0: F-O-C-K-A-E.
1: Or F-O-C-K-Y-A. Nation. Nation. Yeah. At the cast man on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Cast me if you can.
0: Cast us next week, episode 11 with Daniel Zambrano. Oh, damn. Later, guys.